Good morning, good morning to everyone on the call, especially good morning to our Father, to our Lord Jesus, and good morning to the Holy Spirit. We thank you, Lord, for your grace, your mercy, your love, and your truth today. Hallelujah, Lord. You're so good to us. We ask, Lord God, that you be in our midst this morning, even as we, Lord God, sense your presence now on the call. We thank you this morning. Yes, Lord, as the song says, rain on us, rain on us, rain in us, Lord, this morning. As we, Lord, dedicate this entire time of devotion and prayer unto you. Father, thank you this morning. Thank you for every person on this call. We bless them in the name of Jesus. Well, good morning again to all that have come on the call, all of New Destiny and all affiliated um, churches and fellowships, pastors and laypersons. We thank you for all that you do in the kingdom. And this is uh, a blessing for us to be together to worship our Lord in this manner, in intercessory prayer. Thank you for tuning in this morning. I want to introduce you to our team, our I want to say good morning to our bishop, Bishop Carl Smith, and Pastor Adrian. We bless you in the name of Jesus, and we say good morning to you. We want to say good morning to our prayer call controller, Sister Kemma Joseph. Thank you for your your love and all the things that you do to make this call uh, wonderful um, and impactful this morning with that worship. Good stuff, good stuff. We want to say good morning to our devotional leader, Minister Linda Lightfoot. Good morning, Mr. Light, Minister Lightfoot. How are you? Good morning, Elder Claude. I am blessed on top and rising. Amen, amen, amen. Welcome to the call. And we want to say good morning to our intercessor this morning, um, Sister Myrna Whetstone. Good morning, Sister Myrna. Good morning, Elder Claude. Good morning, Minister Lightfoot. How are you both? I am wonderful. Thank you. Excellent. We're doing well. And thank you for being on the call as well this morning. Well, we want to say uh, without further ado, uh, let's go into this devotion. Get on the edge of your seat. uh, Open your books. Get your pens and pencils out if you can to take notes because this minister like but always has a uh, chock full of 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 good stuff uh to deliver so go ahead minister lightfoot Good morning, everyone. It's a great day in the kingdom, and I give honor to God, who is the head of my life. I give honor to our bishop, 
Bishop Christopher Carl Smith. I give honor to Pastor Adrian Smith. I give honor to any visiting pastors and all clergy and to the New Destiny worshiping family, friends, and guests. Our topic of discussion this morning is living in alignment with God, coming from Amos 3 and 3 and 1 John 1 and 7, which reads as follows. Now, Amos 3 and 3 asks a question. It says, can two walk together except they be agreed? And 1 John 1 and 7 says, but if we walk in the light as he is in the light, we have fellowship one with another, and the blood of Jesus Christ, his son, cleanseth us from all sin. Let me give you a quick backdrop of what brought about the question in Amos 3 and 3 as food for thought. And let me also recommend that you read Amos chapters 1 through 3 for your learning, as there's not enough time to cover it all. We'll just take a little peek into it. Uh, The book of Amos is a book of judgment. In it, God uses a shepherd and fruit farmer turned prophet to deliver his utter disdain and indictments for the sins of Israel and seven surrounding nations. Amos lived in Tekoa, which was the southern kingdom ruled by King Uzziah, and was assigned to deliver a message of judgment to the northern kingdom, which is Israel, then ruled by King Jeroboam during the latter part of his reign. Amos appears on the scene of biblical history after the time of the prophets Joel and Jonah, and just before the prophets Hosea, Micah, and Isaiah. Amos aligns himself with the calling and purpose of God on his life by walking in obedience and agreement to God's call. God holds Israel accountable for all their sin because of their special calling, their being his chosen people. They are called to a higher standard of living than others. Their prosperity would come as a result of practicing godly principles and maintaining a working relationship with the living God. During this time, Uzziah reigned over a prosperous and militarily successful Judah. Jeroboam enjoyed almost ideal economic and militaristic circumstances. Unfortunately for him and Israel, this level of prosperity caused an increase in materialism, immorality, and injustice of the people, bringing a misalignment in their walk with God, thus causing divine indictments for their criminal offenses. Israel is God's chosen people, the apple of his eye. Israel found it hard to receive the prophecies of coming judgment and disaster spoken by Amos. Judah was indicted for rejecting God's revelation and refusing to keep his commandments. God says in Amos 2, 6 through 8 in the Message Bible, they swallowed the same lies that got their ancestors into dead-end roads. In other words, they sinned the sin of self-deception. They told themselves the same lies their parents told themselves and believed them instead of believing God's word. They flattered themselves thinking they were more than they ought. Israel was indicted for buying and selling upstanding people. We see this happening in the world today and within our own nation. People were used as 
things for making money. And God said they'd sell a poor man for a pair of shoes. They'd sell their own grandmother. They grind the penniless into the dirt, shove the luckless into the ditch. In other words, they did not value the lives nor the relationship of others. They only valued material things. They had no integrity, no respect, no loyalty, no righteous principles, no reverent fear of the living God, and of their scandalous actions and living, God said, everyone and his brother sleeps with the sacred whore, a sacrilege against my holy name. Stuff they've extorted from the poor is piled up at the shrine of their God. While they sit around drinking wine, they've conned from their victims. Amos 2, 12 through 13, God says of them, but you made the youth in training break training, and you told the young prophets, don't prophesy. You're too much for me. I'm hard-pressed to the breaking point. I'm like a wagon piled high and overloaded, creaking and groaning. They gave young Nazarites wine, causing them to break their vow to God, then forbade them to prophesy. They didn't want to hear God's word. The depth of God's frustration, hurt, disappointment, and anger can be felt in Amos 3 and 2. He says, out of all the families on the earth, I picked you. Israel was given a special privilege and was chosen with a purpose. And so it is with we believers that are living today. Jesus says, In John 15, 16, you have not chosen me, but I have chosen you and ordained you that you should go and bring forth fruit and that your fruit should remain, that whatsoever you shall ask of the Father in my name, he may give it you. God says through his prophet Amos, therefore, because of your special calling, I'm holding you responsible for all your sins. In verse 3, he asks a question. Do two people walk hand in hand if they aren't going to the same place? This question paints a clear picture of the impossibility of two people walking in opposite directions, being able to walk hand in hand, agreeing is touching on anything because of their misalignment. One is going to pull against the other, disrupting oneness, unity, and agreement. And because they're moving in opposing directions, their destinations are different, their terrain is different, their rhythm and timing is different. That word agreed is the Hebrew word yad, which means to fix oneself by agreement or appointment. Agreement is harmonizing in opinion, statement, or action. It is being consistently united. It calls for an adherence to direction and destination. An appointment is an assigned time, an assigned designation, or being set apart by authority. It means to furnish in all points, to provide with everything necessary, and to appoint by way for purpose of censure or commendation. In God's choosing Israel, he fulfilled the meaning of the word agreed. 
Israel accepted the blessings of God, but rebelled against divine commands and directions. They coupled righteous living's entitlement with hellish living. People of God, please know that the moment you recognize that you are misaligned and going in the opposite direction of God's movement, the thing to do is to acknowledge your error and make the decision to change direction. Isaiah 55, 7 says, let the wicked forsake his way and the unrighteous man his thoughts and let him return unto the Lord and he will have mercy upon him and to our God for he will abundantly pardon. 1 John 1 and 7 says, but if we walk in the light as he is in the light, we have fellowship one with another and the blood of Jesus Christ, his son, cleanseth us from all sin. 1 John 1 and 9 says, if we confess our sin, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. 2 Chronicles 7.14 says, If my people, which are called by my name, shall humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then will I hear from heaven and will forgive their sin and will heal their land. Romans 10.9-10 says that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus and shalt believe in thine heart that God has raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. Isaiah 1, 19 through 20 says, If ye be willing and obedient, ye shall eat the good of the land. But if ye refuse and rebel, ye shall be devoured with the sword, for the mouth of the Lord hath spoken it. Realignment is possible, and it is a choice that you alone must personally choose to make. Let us pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, we acknowledge the error of our ways. We confess our sins to you and you alone and ask your forgiveness. You are faithful and just to forgive us and cleanse us of all unrighteousness. We receive the forgiveness and cleansing right now. We cast down willfulness and embrace obedience, choosing to walk in right relationship with you. Now, Father, bring our hearts into alignment with yours. Bring our ears into alignment with the divine frequency that we may hear your voice clearly and obey it. We proclaim our allegiance to you and you alone. Cause us to diligently walk in alignment with your word, and we deem this is done in Jesus' name, and we thank you for it. Amen. Amen, amen. Did I not tell you that <laughs> this wonderful lady can deliver a powerful packed message. So we thank you for that awesome message this morning, and we uh, hope to come back to you in just a moment. But let us all agree with our intercessor this morning and pray. Uh, Sister Myrna, take us to the prayer throne this morning. 
Father, we come to you this morning, first and foremost, Father God, thanking you for gathering us together to be on one accord, to seek your presence, to hear a word, a dynamic, powerful word from you, to be in the midst of where you are. Father, that's where we want to be. So thank you this morning, Father, for your presence on this call, your peace on this call. Father, this morning we want to lift up Giovanna, who's dealing with COVID. Father, you said in your word that by your stripes we are the healed. So, Father, we declare Giovanna and anyone else dealing with COVID is healed, healed in their entire, in their body, in their soul, in their spirit. Any inflammation, Father, fever, shortness of breath, dizziness, or any other symptoms, Father God, that's happening within Giovanna's body, we command it to cease and desist. Sickness, illness, and disease, you must go in the name of Jesus. You no longer have the legal right to remain in Giovanna's body and cause havoc, for her body is the temple of the Holy Spirit. Heal, deliver, and set her free, Father. And let there be no lasting or short-term side effects from this virus that has been wreaking havoc for far too long. We declare Giovanna and anyone else, Father God, going through COVID, be healed, be whole, and be complete in their entire right now. We plead the blood, the healing blood, the powerful blood of Jesus over Giovanna, from the crowning of her head to the soles of her feet. Have your way, Father. In Jesus' name. Father, we present Brittany and her kids and her family to you. We don't know the details, Father God, of her situation, but you do. You see Brittany right where she is. Father, you know what burdens she carries, what worries trouble her, what fears keep her up at night, what stresses her out, what triggers her, what upsets her. In the midst of all this, Father God, in the midst of what Brittany is going through with her children, with her family, in her life, Father, guide her to the secret place to be alone with you where she's not easily distracted and she could just focus on what you want to say to her so she can just bask in your presence. Then and only then, Father God, will she see her children and her family come into alignment 
because she seeks you first, because she hungers and thirsts for more of you first and foremost. Father, comfort Brittany right now. Envelop her with your presence and overshadow her with your shalom. She needs you, Father. In whatever way she needs to see you, be that for her now. May she know you as her all in all. Now, give her ears to hear, Father God, what the Spirit is saying. Give her eyes that see the direction in which she must go. The doors that you have opened, may she walk through. The doors that you have closed, may she walk away from. Touch Brittany's heart, Father, that she will make up in her mind to follow you and only you. Because you are her peace. You are her constant joy. You are her every need. Everything she needs is in you. And every expectation is always exceeded in you. So we thank you for Brittany. We thank you for what you will do. We thank you for showing up. We thank you for being the voice that guides her, that guides her children, and that guides her family. In Jesus' name. Father, your dear ones that we've lifted up this morning and we've presented before you, be with them today. Be with Giovanna, be with Brittany, be with her kids, be with her family, be in their comings and their goings. Be, if if Giovanna is still, has a fever and is bedridden, be there. Be there in her midst and heal her speedily. If Brittany is driving to and from work or driving the kids to and from school or running errands for the family, be there. Be there for Brittany. May these precious ones know that your presence is there. Father, we thank you for your grace and your mercies that are new every morning. And you said where two or more are gathered and agree. There you are in the midst. So we thank you again for your presence here. We thank you, Father God, for who you are because you and you alone are worthy. You and you alone we worship. You and you alone we magnify. We thank you, Father God, this morning. We thank you in advance for what you are going to do and what you're doing right now for these precious ones. In Jesus' mighty name, amen, amen, and amen.
Amen. Amen. Thank you, Sister Myrna. And thank you all for agreeing with her in prayer this morning. And we declare that every one of these prayer requests will result in an awesome praise report. And we pray that every person that maybe didn't put their prayer request in, but you were on the line and you had some of these same needs or you have needs, we declare in the name of Jesus that your needs will be met and that your body will and is healed right now. We declare it in the name of Jesus. Your loved ones are being healed and they're coming out of sickness and symptoms and and coming out of trouble and despair. We declare in the name of Jesus, no weapon formed against you or them shall prosper. We declare in the name of Jesus that as Sister Myrna prayed, from the tops of their heads to the soles of their feet, they are healed in Jesus' name. So let's go back to uh, Minister Lightfoot this morning and see if she has anything else to share. Minister Lightfoot. Yes. Notice that the indictments of the people and nations came as a result of how they treated the people, how they disregarded God and God's word, how they flattered and deceived themselves, worshiping material gain. Excuse me. They placed no value on life. They kept no allegiance to God. They had no integrity, no compassion, no unity, nor relationship. Did you know that how you treat each other is indicative of our relationship and walk with God? Jesus said in Matthew twenty-five forty-two through 45, For I was a hungered, and you gave me no meat. I was thirsty, and you gave me no drink. I was a stranger, and you took me not in. Naked, and ye clothed me not. Sick and in prison, and ye visited me not. Then shall they also answer him, saying, Lord, when saw we thee an hungered, or a thirst, or a stranger, or naked, or sick, or in prison, and did not minister unto thee? Then shall he answer them, saying, Verily I say unto you, Inasmuch as you did it not to the least of these, ye did it not to me. God bless you. That's all I have. And and wow, uh, again, you have uh, blessed us greatly, and we thank you for that this morning. Thank you, Minister Lightfoot. That is an awesome, awesome uh, devotion. I pray, everyone, that you weren't able to take notes, that you uh, come back and uh, re-listen to this again. Um, 
And just a note, we have been able to uh, restart uh, our uh, adding the past calls uh, back online so that you can go back. Um, uh, we had a little uh, deal where we need to fix some things, but uh, we thank you for your patience. Um, and again, so come back and get this uh, uh, once it, it is uh, uploaded. Uh, this will bless you uh, as it has blessed all of us. I know it blessed me this morning. Um, so um, very, very good devotion. So we uh, thank you for being on the call today. And we look forward to you being on the call tomorrow morning. Amen. I know that um, you know, tonight is a uh, another awesome night. We've been having great glory encounters with the with worship and 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 the word um, on Wednesday night. So come on out tonight um, and stream too if you if you can. But if you can come out, come out tonight. There's nothing like being in the presence uh, with all of uh, strong believers and um, experiencing uh, the the presence of the Lord in that atmosphere. Um, it's, it's nothing like it. So I hope you would come out tonight and join us. Um, again, we love you. We thank you for being on the call this morning, and we look forward to seeing you tonight. God bless you, and until we are on the call again tomorrow morning, we'll see you again. God bless you.